TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Everybody, welcome to episode eighty-four of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm back, and Tyler. Occasionally, I am Brooks. Dan, as usual. And um, so, uh, just before we started the show, we were uh, just talking about uh, God and Fortnite, uh, which made me <laughs> think about. This um, is proof that Fortnite is a holy property. It made, me, it made me think about uh, the fact that, uh, like, the, the recent thing that uh, happened in for, uh, Fortnite, the uh, concert, um, Travis uh, something or other, uh, some rapper Travis who I'm Barker. completely unfamiliar with. No, Travis Barker did something else that was awesome. Um, but uh, this guy, like, there was, I, I hesitate to call it a um, concert because he wasn't performing anything live. It was a bunch of... Um, it was his music being performed and then an avatar, like a giant avatar in Fortnite and a bunch of scripted events and things like that. Um, but the idea was very, very cool and it looked really, really neat. And I'd love to see that done in kind of like a live sort of setting. Uh, Evan, did yeah, any I mean, of you guys see this? I didn't see uh, it. I, 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 I heard about it. aware of it, yeah. Um, they've done stuff like this before with other musicians. Really? Yeah. yeah, it was like a, a the DJ who wears a marshmallow for a hat. Oh, uh, marshmallow. marshmallow. Yeah. 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 I mean, his name's Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> hey, hey did, did you know that his name is Marshmallow? Yeah. No. I just have to be an old man about it because I don't enjoy his work. <laughs> his name was like... Eve. <laughs> yeah, I, I I actually watched the pilot to uh, Duncanville, that animated show on Fox right now. That's in mm-hmm. its first season. On the first episode, they had um, a not marshmallow DJ. Uh, it was it was the same head, but with two graham crackers. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I was like, um, I think I think I get it. It, 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 want some more. it feels like we're finally actually starting to see some of the things that Second Life were, was promising us all those years <laughs> Oof. ago. Oof. Just Where, the mention. The, the, cold, the cold utterance of Second Life sends chills down my spine but like, and do you through guys, my soul. Do you guys remember businesses buying land in Second Life? Mm-hmm. I do. That was embarrassing. <laughs> like an economy in yeah. Second Life. Like, like all, <laughs> people actually kind of made money off that for a little bit. Yep. Like it was kind of like similar kind of thing. One but, of my classmates dropped out of animation college, like because they got a job selling models to Second Life, and it was like 120 grand a year. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that's a lot of money. Yes, it is. What's, so um, is he working at Jack in the Box or McDonald's? <laughs> uh, as far as I know, she still does it, but I, I haven't talked to her for a while. So, <laughs> I mean, Second Life does still exist. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, but it's cool to, you know, see uh, stuff like I saw some of the footage of uh, the performance uh, in Fortnite, and it really looked very, very cool. Uh, really, really so- neat. Was it like actual them them actually playing live? No, or it, like, it, from what I could tell, it was, like it was pre-recorded. 
Okay. Uh, and then there were scripted in-game events that were synced to the music that would, you know, fuck with the players and everything. Like, he was brought in as this giant towering, you know, thing. And, you know, uh, just all kinds of really cool effects going on. And I, I like the idea and i'd love to see it executed with live music where there's more interaction or like you could set up these in world you know uh things with triggers or or something like that as opposed to it having to be so fully scripted yeah i mean cool it's definitely a cool idea but uh it's just i'm not gonna play fortnite This just yeah. reminds me of, uh, like, beyond the actual people being able to play and things being scripted to the game. I just <laughs> reminds me of when Blind Guardian 2 had, like, an in-game concert in Sacred Worlds 2. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was, and it was, like, how they released one of their singles, like, from their from the, from that album. I don't remember which album it was off of. But they, like, released their single at this, like, in-game concert. And, like, they had... All of the all of the members of the band were like fully rendered in the game, and like Hanzi was had like a staff, and like, That's really he was cool. like a wizard. It was ridiculous. The was exact like, 2011. The, the exact type of thing I would expect from that band for yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> um, then uh, there was supposed. I think it got delayed or postponed, but there was supposed to be a uh, music festival uh, held in Minecraft. And um, what's cool is the way that it was set up, there were uh, actually uh, going to be merch stands where you can go to the merch stands and they've got their shirts up on display and you click on one of the shirts and it opens up your web browser to buy it from their web store. So like all kinds of like real custom things put in place to, you know, uh, be able to support the artists and uh, still kind of give you that kind of congregating in a space with other people and enjoying a thing, you know, kind of feeling that we're all missing out on uh, nowadays. Now you You too can take party drugs from the comfort of your home. (laughs) (laughs) Now, what what would really impress me is if instead of opening up the web browser, it opened up like a Minecraft rendered version of the web browser, like all the blocks. (laughs) Yeah. And when you purchase the shirt, it comes in and it's actually all like <laughs> cubed. Can you imagine you, you take take your drugs before going to this uh, this uh, virtual concert and you know, turn to the dude next to you, dude? Is my head a square? <laughs> oh man, where are my fingers? <laughs> oh, that could have some great shit post opportunities yeah. right there. <laughs> Especially if you could talk to people through the game, right? <laughs> In-game voice chat. So, so ever feel like this world's just been built for our own entertainment? <laughs> <laughs> So that's so, a that's a thing though, and it cracks me up because they have distance based voice chat, which makes me laugh in every single game it's yep. in. So you can actually you can actually hear how far away someone is from you in game. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it, that that sounds like a cool like a cool concept that is just a little silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, we're trying to make this more realistic. <laughs> so you want to buy some potions <laughs> <laughs> so what would the ideal um s- situation like that be to hook you in dan like 
So a band you like was going to do some crazy interactive thing like that. What would be the thing that would make you break and do it? I don't know. I mean, does it depend on the game? No. So, yeah. so, so pick any like in Minecraft or Fortnite. <laughs> oh, Black Dahlia Murder has a uh, Fortnite event coming up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> ow. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've broken Dad's him. Like, oh man, we've broken him. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the the Black Dahlia murder would have to be allowed to violate the Geneva Convention inside of Fortnite for me to be able to. Do that. <laughs> like, they would have to be given permission to commit some sort of atrocity on that game that's <laughs> that scars a thousand children as they watch the Black Dahlia Murder concert. Yeah. Like a 3D rendering of Christ that they dab on in the middle of Fortnite. <laughs> no, it's it's Christ. It's, he's on the he's on the cross and he's doing the Fortnite dance. <laughs> Yeah, no. Now, if it, were in VR chat, <laughs> if it were in VR chat, on the other hand, uh, if it were in VR chat, I would just do it anyway yeah. because VR chat's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, um, like, there, there's not as much like cringe humor that can happen on Fortnite as there is on VR chat. I can go watch Weeb. Like humiliate themselves on VR chat twenty four hours a day, and it will make me laugh every single time. <laughs> well, what about our savior, Vito Pepitoni? Vito Pepitoni, uh, <laughs> though he is the Christ of Fortnite, he is not my Christ. <laughs> Your false god. <laughs> 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 um, so uh in uh other uh news uh the final uh large update for uh super mario maker 2 came out and Ooh. it's fucking rad uh they added the uh super mario brothers 2 mushroom so oh, in smb1 nice. levels you can get an smb2 mushroom and it turns you into smb2 mario and you can ride on enemies, pick them up, and throw them, which uh, includes bullet bills and bonsai bills, which people have been using for uh, Kaizo level construction. So you basically have to juggle a bullet bill and ride it throughout an entire level, uh, which is fucking rad. Uh, there have been some incredible, incredible uh, ideas uh, that are coming out of this. Um, they have also added Mecha Koopas. Uh, three different types of Mecha Koopas. One shoots lasers, one shoots uh, homing uh, missiles, and the other one's just a plain one. And then um, they added the boomerang suit from uh, Super Mario 3D World and <laughs> added uh, four different little boxes that you wear on your heads. Uh, one of them is a POW brick, oh. which you can use three times. By, so you wear this POW brick and then you jump into things and it does a POW you know, three times. Oh, right. Uh, one is a propeller head, which you can uh, spin up three mm. times. Um, like from that game. One is a cannon head, um, which allows you to shoot cannonballs. And probably my favorite that I've seen is one is a bullet bill head. So you fly like you 
you know, jump and then hold down and you uh, fly uh, across as a bullet bill in order to, you know, you can use it to navigate things and stuff. Like, it's really, really cool. Um, but probably the biggest thing that they added was uh, worlds. So people can now create their own worlds. Like out a series of, their of levels? Level, yeah, out of their levels. So they oh. can build, you know, the the tiles and, like, change the way. It's kind of like the Super Mario World Overworld look. And mm-hmm. it, so cool. you can design the way that it looks and choose the order uh, in which your your levels are played include, and change the icon of those levels. Bonus stages, so, like, the match, you know, the, the star uh, kind of stuff. Um, yeah. As well as uh, there are eight different worlds similar to any Super Mario uh, uh, world game. So you can have um, eight worlds, a total of 40 levels. And the theme changes of the overworld every time. Like, you can basically make your own fucking Mario game now out of your levels. That is legit! That's sick. I like that. Yeah. That's gotta be one of the coolest ones. I think that and then uh, the Zelda editions. Yeah, the Zelda (laughs) update was super fucking rad. Uh, A lot of people were kind of holding holding out for, uh, like, hoping for a Samus update or something like that. So, you, you know... You could change the functionality, like with what they added with uh, Link in uh, the SMB One theme, like fundamentally changing the playstyle. It would be cool to see, you know, how Samus would fundamentally change that playstyle as well. They won't even make a new Metroid game. Like they're, no, they're working on it. They're working they're on making it. Making four. They're making four. It's coming out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they, remember they had to scrap it entirely and start all over because they were unhappy with what was being made. I know. Metroid Nukem Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not even close to that. And if anything, now Half Life Three has beaten out uh, Duke Nukem Forever at this point. Yeah, and it won't be good. I mean, it could be a fine game, but... No, it's not going to be made. They're yeah, flat out never not going to make it. It's never going to be made. We got Half-Life Alexa. <laughs> uh, which... Half-Life it, Alexa. Hold on, what? 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant, Shut up. Uh, Alexa, brood up Half-Life Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> which I've heard is actually, Shut like, up. the best VR game you can play. <laughs> It looks cool. Like, the stuff that you can do, like, drawing on walls and shit. Like <laughs> I've heard great, great things about it. I would very much like to play it, for sure. It yeah. sounds like it's awesome. Yeah. At some point, eventually, I want to up- upgrade to a Valve Index uh, so I can get the the little non-hold controller, the thing, you know, that actually grips onto your fingers so you don't actually yeah. have to hold it. Um, mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Well, that's uh, wild. Yeah, and so eventually I want to upgrade to the Valve Index, uh, and then I will play it. But I've decided that, is... that Half Life, <laughs> Half Life Alexa has to be like when <laughs> just a Half Life game, but played ex- all through voice chat. And that's oh, <laughs> so, so, you mean like they did Skyrim that one time. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got to do that. <laughs> no, but it doesn't even have a visual, right? So yeah. it's just played through your Alexa. It's like a mud, but instead it comes through on a speaker instead of through text. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so exceptionally cursed. I love yeah. it. Head, head crabs Jump to the you. north, <laughs> south, east, and west. <laughs> Put well, head crab in bag. Well, <laughs> I pick up the nasty knife. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
And then aside from that, uh, the uh, fuck, there was another uh, gaming related thing that uh, happened this week. Oh, yeah. The new uh, update for Animal Crossing also uh, went live this week. Uh, the with Earth more Day, Easter eggs. Uh, the, oh, God. <laughs> uh, but the now like Earth Day celebration, they've added um, <laughs> uh, paintings so you can buy paintings. Uh, and uh, there's a new wing of the museum for hanging uh, these paintings that you buy. But the uh, paintings might not necessarily be genuine. So Blathers will not take a painting that is a forgery. And you can only determine if it's a forgery if you look at the original piece and the piece in game side by side. There will be one glaring difference. If you're uh, familiar with the original, you might be able to just eyeball it without looking up the original. But if you're not familiar with artwork, you're not going to be able to, to figure it out. Yeah, it's for finally all of, use for all of those wasted art history degrees <laughs> across the world. <laughs> I'm just saying that seems like it's opening up the opportunity for there be, to be like an art heist mode in <laughs> Animal Crossing. That would be pretty and rad. If they make that happen, I'm playing Animal Crossing. It, I'm it's pretty rad. <laughs> At least they're, they're not letting you make your own paintings because that would be cursed. Yeah. I mean, you kind of already can in that game, sort of, right? Oh, you can yeah. make your own shirts and you can draw on the ground. Yeah. Uh, when uh, You Devin, can turn them as QR codes, right? Yes. Um, <laughs> when Devin came onto uh, my island uh, a few weeks ago, uh, he just popped up with this hat that said shit across the, the uh, <laughs> top of it and then piss across the brim. <laughs> a man of culture and taste. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Very highbrow, highbrow. <laughs> quite, quite. Hmm. <laughs> when will the video game designers realize that that's exactly what's going to happen every time? Oh, you have yeah. The job. They do. But they people are care. also doing very interesting things. Uh, like Elijah like Wood. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Elijah. Oh, yeah. So, of course, you guys all heard that Elijah Wood is playing Animal Crossing, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. That. And he's being so nice. Yes. Uh, that was my favorite news from the week was Elijah Wood uh, DMing Me? someone on Twitter to <laughs> fucking. Uh, so you posted about your turnip prices. Can I come sell mine? Like. <laughs> That's the sweetest. Never mind that. Like that's the nicest way for a celebrity to ask. Like, you know, you know that person was like, "Hold on, there's a check mark next to your name, and it says Elijah Wood." Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Clearly, it's Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that'd be amazing! It's awesome. like both had their different. <laughs> Off of that his latest alcoholic binge, he's hijacked <laughs> Elijah Wood's account. Wait, I have these. I have the Switch Joy Cons bolted to my hand. <laughs> um, speaking of that, I did I, finally actually watch that movie. How was it, Zakembo? Eh. It's yeah, okay. it it kind of looked all looked looked all hype from the trailer where it's like all these shots in the trailer are probably made the best parts of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm still gonna watch it because, duh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's fun. It's fun. Oh, but. let me, let me tell you about this weird ass movie that I saw this week because I, I I we we found an interesting like uh, Norwegian or Swedish film. I don't I cannot remember which one. That it's called the. Um, the border okay and um it was 
the trailer made it seem like it was going to be like this kind of mild thriller with like this lady that works at like a ferry checkpoint as a cop just kind of scans people for suspicious looking oh, people right yeah i think i know yeah, what movie she, you're talking about i i she, she looks like the geico caveman yes yes <laughs> yes uh that got fucking wild let me tell you really uh, i was not expecting any of that super sweaty hmm. super sweaty film it was it was Watch, watch it. Watch it. When you okay. lean in with your glasses, uh, I can see myself. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, like uh, the narcissist that he is, only concerned about seeing feet. himself. Well, let's uh, focus <laughs> it on Dan now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, fuck. Now I can't remember. Uh, uh, Oh yeah, Guns Akimbo, Elijah Wood. I started watching uh, Cursed Films on Shutter, and oh, it's I've heard about that. a limited documentary series where uh, each episode talks about a film, uh, a horror film that is uh, notoriously cursed. And like so the, the Twilight first, Zone. Well, it, so the Twilight okay. Zone isn't really cursed. Like it Do had one oh, horrific you, thing, but Twilight oh, you, Zone. You mean is, like the haunted movies? Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorry, Twilight Zone is. Uh, the last episode and oh, they okay. go into great detail on all of the things that went wrong in order to cause the death of those, those three people. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So you mean, this isn't the colloquial cursed movies as in how Brooks uses it. <laughs> no, <laughs> like it's a cursed movie. Right. Like it's horrible. Like, there no, is, like actual, there, okay. <laughs> so many bad things happened during production that it, became labeled as a cursed production. So okay. uh, the first episode was The Exorcist. Uh, okay. The number of deaths that occurred. And then, uh, you know, uh, there is a, an actual factual murderer in uh, The Exorcist. Um, in the hospital scene. Uh, who was not an actor because they worked with actual radiology uh, uh, folk and were like, hey, you know, we need to to shoot these scenes here. Um, do you want to be in the movie? And they said, yeah. And one of them uh, went on to kill a variety reporter. Um, who apparently you're going to say a variety was... of reporters? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he killed one from every paper in town. Apparently, uh, he was uh, in a sexual relationship with this variety reporter, and he killed him. Uh, and so, but that guy Stand is on. there on on the screen. Uh, Poltergeist is uh, one of them um, because there mm. was uh, one in a, the older older daughter was killed by her boyfriend. Uh, and the uh, younger daughter and the focus point of all three films uh, died of a congenital uh, defect uh, that was misdiagnosed as Crohn's um, during the f- production of the third film uh, to the point where the director did not want to continue making the movie, but the studio forced him to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I knew that, that she died of some like congenital thing, but I didn't know that extent. I am definitely going to be watching this. Yes, that's cool. Probably the craziest one, the like most of it, obviously, you can excuse all of this shit with coincidence or, you know, poor planning or poor behavior on, on the, the someone's part. But yeah. um, in the case of the Omen, uh, there were two. Th- so two actors, uh, separate planes flying out to film because they filmed in London. Um Got struck by lightning on the way there. Then 
uh, Gregory Peck had a scheduled flight that he canceled. That flight that he would have been on crashed shortly after takeoff after running into some birds. But that's not enough. It crashed, Tyler. (laughs) It crashed into the pilot's family. Oh, the pilot of the plane that it's taking off, hits a bunch of birds, crashes into his wife and and child driving away from having dropped him off at the airport. How many how many ones do you think were rolled there? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like like there had to have been like. A great many uh, exceptional failures. Uh, <laughs> just then, terrible. Are we not sure? Are we sure that this wasn't like a really convoluted suicide murder plot? Yeah. <laughs> on, <laughs> on, just like, I can't deal with this anymore. Goodbye. We need answers. <laughs> he's, he's at home just like calculating like, if I release the birds two hours before my flight... <laughs> The flight vector should run directly into the engine. I'll run into the cockpit, punch the pilot, and then ram the plane down into my family's car as they're leaving the airport. Um, then there was a uh, one of the crew members' wives, if I remember correctly, was uh, killed in the in an identical way to the decapitation scene from The Omen. Uh, oh, and furthermore, brutal. it occurred next to a um like near a uh town marker like one of those like this town is so many miles away for the town omen o m m e n and it was 66.6 kilometers away oh man oh man <laughs> so of all of them the omen has Stupid. some of the like you know obviously it's all still incredible stochasticity but Holy shit, man! Like, wasn't there Lord. like, wasn't there something that happened with? Because there were more than one Owen movie. Wasn't like there's something crazy that happened with like all of the originals, like one, two, and three. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh, I, mean, they I only covered I the first that. one. Okay, because I thought I remember that being a thing. Why? Like, because I remember when they did the remake, whatever the one that was in 2011. Everyone's like, oh, we shouldn't remake this movie because all of the Omen movies have been cursed. Huh. <laughs> Which is exactly what would what would make Blumhouse want to remake those movies. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, Let's replicate this. One of the episodes was The Crow. And yeah. Uh, oh, yes! So I yes! had always I heard about... I always thought it was the scene where all of the bad guys are, like, aiming guns at him and everyone shoots in one of those had a piece of shrapnel in it or something like that. Um, that's what, what I had heard. Um, it was a, yeah. What actually happened was uh, originally he was going to get stabbed. Uh, and this was when he walks in on his girlfriend being abused by uh, the, you know, uh, by not sick boy. What the fuck is his name? Because sick um, boy is, uh, is train spotting. But, you know, similar name. Yeah, um, I know you're talking about. Sad boy. Uh he was supposed to get stabbed and last minute they changed that. So, uh, they have to like change the camera angles and all this because things weren't looking realistic when he aims the gun at him and, and all this kind of shit. Um, so, uh, he, uh, apparently what happened is there are two different types of bullets that are used on film sets. One of them is a normal slug with none of the gunpowder in it, but it still has the slug on it. Uh, And it still has the priming cap. 
So uh, they use that to show loading on the gun because it it looks real. Because for all intents and purposes, it's a real bullet, just doesn't have the uh, gunpowder in it. If you fire that, the blasting cap um, has enough power, not a lot, but enough power to push the slug into the um, the chamber. Well, into the nozzle, the fucking point, whatever. The barrel, thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So (laughs) once that then gets loaded with a blank, the blank is the gunpowder less the slug with no slug. So it has the the report of a gun a gunshot with no with nothing shooting out. But when no one checked the barrel and so the slug from this empty, you know, uh bullet mm-hmm. was wedged in the barrel, when that blank went off, it shot the slug out of the barrel. Could you imagine being the one who shot? Like how uh, sucky he, would that be? He was very fucked up from it. Like, extremely fucked up from it. And unfortunately, he is remembered for that. Not his yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I always thought that he did it. I think I heard, like, a, ver- a version of that story that is definitely not true. But a version where he was, like, goofing around with it, and then just, like, did that. But, you know... I'm definitely gonna have to watch well, that, this. That happened yeah, in Tiger King. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. How how long are the episodes? Uh half I think half an hour to an hour, something like that. Okay. Probably an hour. It felt like they were longer. Unfortunately, they also kind of lend a little bit too much screen time uh to the crazy people, in my opinion. Um, you know, uh well, shutter. For some <laughs> f- ungodly fucking reason during the, the episode on the omen, they spend time talking to ritualistic Satanists who take it way too seriously. Yeah, but of course, that's that's how you sensationalize it and make it like that's the interesting part that everyone's gonna talk about. Oh, it's, yeah. why, it's why those History Channel batshit crazy documentaries are the ones everyone's talking about, too. Aliens. Like, yeah. <laughs> I like how we all did that. <laughs> that was great. That, that, that shit is by design. The um, Fortunately, they don't linger enough on them, and they usually uh, end the episode with a counterbalance of, like, rational thought. Uh, as opposed to just leaning so hard into that. They give them some screen time, but then they're like, yeah, no. That's good, because I've watched, uh, you, you almost had me not wanting to watch that for a second. Yeah. There's been a few few documentaries that I tried to watch recently where they're just like, like for instance, the Sleep Paralysis one that's on Netflix, and it's mm. all like, they they talk way too much about how like oh it might actually be real paranormal things not just a psychological thing or you, I think they I saw these, that one it it's like okay no it's a psychological thing like yeah. come on don't yeah. fucking deal with it and then there was another one that I watched a while back and it was like it sounded interesting it was killer children and <laughs> I, I saw one of those that, I think. I saw one of those and it wasn't as exciting as I was. I don't know. To be honest, though, I don't actually know what I was expecting. Maybe just like dramatic reenactments with bad child actors. (laughs) (laughs) If it was that, I would watch. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, like I uh, a couple of years ago, like I got into the old episodes of Unsolved Mysteries and part 
part of that show is still cool because it's like, oh shit, this actually happened. Some of those cases, they actually still update the old ones. Yeah. Because there's there's a couple that I watched that was like update in blank they found so and so or in blank they caught so and so whatever. But the to me the best part is the really bad like 1989 dramatic reenactments. Yep. Of, of these They're people. so bad. Yeah, it's um, like sometimes they don't even look like the person they're supposed to be, you know? Still, uh, when when I was a little kid, the theme song to Unsolved oh. Mysteries scared the shit out of me. Yeah, it, it's 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 great. It's and unnerving. It's scary. That and the it, the sound for a current affair. Do you do, do you remember a current mm-hmm. affair at all? That it was like boom, and it's just like they're about to talk about some you know sensational thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just that noise was up there with like the tornado siren noise from the the local news station when when that shit would happen, where it would like cause me anxiety as a five year old. You know what caused me anxiety as a young kid? Like this, this stuff from America's Most Wanted. Like Mm. all my grandparents watched that show all the time. Just the sound of the announcer's voice on America's Most Wanted gave me (laughs) just the worst nightmares. Because my grandparents watched it like every fucking night when I was over at their house, and it was always about like. You know, like America's most wanted, so murderers most of the sure. time. And it was, <laughs> and and like there, like there's a lot of them that were about like serial killers. And as a kid, I'm just like these serial killers are gonna come into my house and murder me. So we, they'd always watch it. It's always like nine o'clock at night, and I'm supposed to go to bed at like ten because I'm a child. So like. It, in the, at the end of the, every episode, it's like, if you or a loved one has seen blah, 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 this is the description of them. They could be <laughs> near you. And I'm just like, no! Yeah, like, you, you, know you have wild? no concept oh. of the fact that that's a national broadcast when you're a child. <laughs> and also, Tyler, I, uh, I think the bigger question these days is what doesn't give you nightmares? <laughs> oh, Truth. Not much. Truth. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know what's wild about Unsolved Mysteries and America's Most Wanted is that it actually works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> it actually worked. There's like so many like uh, on the updates. Uh, you know, on the um, they'd always be like so and so saw the you know the episode of Unsolved Mysteries and turned themselves in or <laughs> or like yeah it was some, some shit they know me. And, and that was like before the internet, and, and that's that's crazy that it actually worked. Yeah, a right. lot of people were caught through America's Most Wanted. There mm-hmm. was like a ton of uh, criminals that were turned in, and tips that saved people. Like yeah. every other episode was always like an update thing. Like thanks to your tips. If you think about it, like not only was that before the internet, that was before cell phones, like widely available. So oh, yeah. nowadays, you know, we get an Amber Alert or or whatever, and it's it's your your phone goes off right so now we actually have the infrastructure to like alert people of danger around them like you guys remember a few months ago when there were those um uh escaped convicts uh who they yeah. uh, were tracking uh on their way down to the border and yeah uh, I saw on halloween I, of all nights no, was okay. no <laughs> No, it wasn't Halloween. Um, I, I couldn't remember when it was, but I remember it was like, holy shit, you know, we're getting like regular updates just through our phone service about these, you know, uh, escaped convicts. Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, El, Elwood Blues. 
<laughs> Skip convicts in Arizona. I watched Raising Arizona for the first time last oh, night. <laughs> oh, what'd you think, man? Oh, oh it was the, it was a trip. I yeah. was not expecting how fucking weird that movie was going a to be. It was weird. Yeah, it's. I love that bounty hunter dude. Yep. <laughs> he's like he he's he's the guy that that belongs the least in that film. Yeah. Uh, the, and, and yet. And yet I've seen guys like that, you know, like slightly north north of here. <laughs> Just coated in dust. Yeah, gross, <laughs> gross looking guys with guns and bad attitudes. Um, yeah. It was so ridiculous. The Coen and brothers. John Goodman, I, little young John Goodman. It was so weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, John Goodman. Oh, my God. It was so good. Uh, I had no idea he was in that. Like, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden he pops up. I'm like, is that? No. No way! It was. Yes, yep. that that movie uh, was one that really cemented uh, the Coen Brothers as just really, really great filmmakers. They made Nick Cage look the least crazy person on screen in that summer. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the time, you have to remember, uh, like at the time, Nick Cage did not have uh, a uh, history of being crazy. Like that is true. This is at the an early part of his career um, before I, the dinosaur bones. I don't think he was credited as Nick Coppola, but he may have been credited as Nick Coppola in it. Um, I, I I watched an an old interview of him. I think in the nineties talking about that, and I don't know. He he looked kind of crazy then too. So it was nineteen eighty seven, and uh, no, he is. Uh, uh, credited as uh, Nicolas Cage, but this couldn't have been because when did Fast Times at Ridgemont High come out? Because that was 87? his first movie. I want to say eighty-seven, maybe. Nope, eighty-two. Apparently. Oh, so he I, had I been just... he had been in a few. Oh wow, okay, so he had even already done Peggy Sue Got Married, um, and uh, Rumblefish and Valley Girl uh, by mm. this point. I always forget about Valley Girl. Yeah. So his first movie was in 1982, and it was Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Uh, and he's credited as uh, Nicholas Coppola because he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't want to ride his uncle's name. And apparently by his next film, Valley Girl, in 1983, he was being credited as Nicholas Cage. Um, okay. did, did you know this week they announced um, that Valley Girl is getting remade into a musical? I, saw that. I did hear that, yes. I'm about it. <laughs> of course you are. You're about you musicals. <laughs> There's some good musicals of like of remade. Like they fucking did a uh, uh, Legally Blonde. They did uh, a um, they did a uh, uh, Beetlejuice, which is actually really fucking good. <laughs> and let's not forget Spider Man. Turn off the dark. <laughs> turn off the dark by the Edge. Turn off the dark. <laughs> and Bono. <laughs> you want to talk about cursed productions? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I watched I watched like an hour long video on YouTube talking about that. Yeah. It was I I didn't know there was a Spider Man musical, and then when, when I was done watching it, I decided that I did not need to know that there was a <laughs> Spider Man musical. Uh, I remember following along with that because I uh, listened to uh, um. I used to listen a lot more, but I listened to Hollywood Babylon, uh, Kevin Smith and mm-hmm. Ralph Garman. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they were following that the news from that as it was happening in like 2012 <laughs> intently. And it was fucking hilarious. Such a nightmare. 
I don't know who thought that was a good idea. Mm. Why were we talking about Nicolas Cage again? Because uh, of Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> you, you remembered. Um, Let's piece pull, go down the this little rabbit what, trail. Uh, so what prompted you to watch Raising Arizona? I've just been watching a lot of uh, classic movies that I haven't seen. So I watched uh, Goodfellas the other night as well. Oh, you hadn't seen Goodfellas? I hadn't seen Goodfellas. Interesting. Uh, I watched Road to Perdition a little while ago as well. Oh, damn. That was that was depressing. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a little rough. <laughs> I have not seen Road to Perdition. Jasmine and I were going to watch it a couple of weeks ago. but It's uh, very good, but it is heavy. <laughs> so, uh, fun fact that I learned... Uh, like yesterday. Uh, weird that you bring up Goodfellas. Um, Henry Hill, the guy who... Uh, um, fuck, what's his goddamn name? The main character, basically, in Goodfellas. Yeah. Um, um, Ray Liotta. Uh, the guy that yeah, Ray Liotta yeah. plays. Uh, he is also represented in My Blue Heaven by Steve Martin. Oh, I, lo- I love that movie. It is the same character. Because it's all it's based on a real guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. So Henry Hill, both, <laughs> I didn't think about both that. Steve Martin in My Blue Heaven and Ray Liotta in Goodfellas are playing Henry Hill. What? Hmm. Oh, that's okay. Weird. I've never seen that. Isn't that crazy? Tyler. Tyler had a comedy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> very funny. Uh, it's Steve Martin and Rick Moranis. Yes, Rick Moranis. Two okay. very different takes on an ex gangster's life. Oh, is it when he is, is it him during uh, during witness protection? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, I need to see this. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's great. Have you seen um, Have you seen my cousin Vinny Tyler? I oh God, I'm, really? Another one that I need. I, there's a lot of movies I, I'm catching up. Add okay. my cousin Vinny to the list as well. That is an <laughs> outstanding film. And it is often touted by lawyers as one of the most like uh, uh, legally correct films. Really? Yeah. Um, Interesting. There, there's a great YouTube channel called Legal Legal. I don't know if you've heard of them or uh, not. Yes, I am familiar with Legal Legal. Um, he actually does an episode on that, and like I've heard that, you know, like uh, I've been around law students and stuff like that, and talk about my cousin Vinny. My my dad loved that movie when I was a kid, so it would occasionally be on, and so. I didn't think anything of it. And then I uh, legally has an episode like pointing out all the stuff where he's like, yes, this is exactly how this, you know, how this works. Or this is a very clever way to demonstrate X, Y, or Z in a courtroom proceeding. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And, Fucking and it's Ralph funny. Macchio and Joe Pesci and uh, uh, Marissa Tomei. Um, yeah. And Herman Munster. Mm-hmm. I love Joe Pesci. Oh, yeah, that's right. I always forget that the judge is Herman yep. Munster. <laughs> to what? To you? To what? To, to what? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is an absolute classic. I okay, love I'm, that. I'm adding that to my list. You should. Yeah, it's I'm pretty good. Well, I'm like, I kind of started going on a little bit of a gangster movie kick, apparently. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, and this one is not really gangster, but Joe Pesci's in it, right? So I just... And he may as well be a gangster. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of snake skin and leather in that movie. Joe Joe Pesci's got one mode. (laughs) But he does it well. But Mm -hmm. one mode. One mode. Yeah. He's not the only actor that's gotten fame off of just one character. Singular modality. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So aside from, uh, I mean, I probably already know the answer to this. Dan, 
have you been watching anything? <laughs> no. Of course not, you fool. I'm going to break into your house and strap a bunch of shit into your Blu-ray player. And you're going to wake up just chained to a, to a chair. You're going to strap a Watching. bunch of shit into his Blu-ray player? I'm so confused by what's That's happening here. right. Well, you see, what I did was I jerry-rigged one of those old CD changer devices from back so, in the day. So it's like a, 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 like a, yeah. a top-loading uh, a paintball kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. And then, and, then, and then when it's done I've loaded with the, the hopper with Blu-rays. When it's when it's done with the current movie, it will shoot the disc directly at Dan's face. <laughs> he'll be strapped into a chair. So you remember well, see, the name of the film. You will also have to bring your own TV and your own Blu-ray player to make any of that possible. He already said that he made the Blu-ray player, so I don't know. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> don't underestimate Brooke's commitment to the bit, Dan. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> He's coming for you. <laughs> I'm not scared. Before, I'm not scared of you, Brooks. Before we, we uh, move away from uh, uh, movies and TV and stuff, oh. th- I want to once again sing the praises of the Lil Dicky uh, TV show, Dave. It is really good. Like, way better than it has any right to be. Uh, incredibly well written. Uh, and it's not like a one-trick dick joke pony. It is... Uh, one-trick dick. <laughs> uh, it it's really, two tricks. <laughs> like, there are some extremely heartfelt moments. I mentioned a few weeks ago they had that episode that was tackling mental illness. And now they're, like, uh, really getting into uh, kind of introspection and ambition and uh, how to, you know... I don't know, just like relationship troubles and and stuff like that, where sure, there are laughs to be had there, but the, um, the execution of the more serious side of the story is, is poetic even. Uh, so I, I highly, highly recommend it. Hmm. One trick dick sounds like a, the lesser famous, uh, nickname of Richard Nixon. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, one trick dick and one trick dick. What? (laughs) <laughs> one one trick dick is like the name of a shitty cover band <laughs> that <laughs> only plays Little Richard songs. <laughs> there we go. You I can see it. you searching you for it. Way. You were looking for it. It was out there. You grabbed it. Yeah. Was it yeah. worth it, Brooks? Was it yes. worth it? Okay. Yes, it was. I, I have to do one one uh, plug as well, as you can see. I'm wearing my Mandalorian shirt because, oh my god! Did that documentary He's... come out? Never mind. Sorry. Continue. I didn't really <laughs> that. I have no idea what you're talking about. The last two episodes of uh, Clone Wars on D- Disney Plus have mm. been. I'm not. This is specifically this last one, season seven, episode ten, has been. I'm not even. I'm not uh, over exaggerating here. Probably the best. Star Wars media I've ever watched, played, or, or seen. Or, uh, or bold statement coming that from is, you, sir. That is bold. Can, can, coming, coming from a world where Mandalorian exists. Yeah, I... Holy words. shit. The, this last episode with... Uh, I mean, it's it's they're kind of getting to the point where it's going parallel with Revenge of the Sith right now. Uh... But they're showing stuff that's happening outside of Revenge of the Sith. So you have this like dramatic irony knowing what's about to happen 
Uh, right now they're in the middle of the siege of Mandalore and actually that arc's kind of just getting wrapped up. So like what I'm assuming is the next few episodes are going to be about order 66, but um, it's just the cinematography, the animation, the writing and the voice acting was just absolutely incredible from an artwork standpoint. It's just, it's so good. And this last episode just, it kind of has really elevated Darth Maul to being one of probably the best star Wars villain that there has been. And it's, it's insane. Considering how how poorly he was done. uh, Yeah. How, how how he was done so wrong in the uh, prequels. Uh, they needed to compensate. They t- they took him to another level, and it's really cool because they had a they have a fight scene in the the most recent episode where they uh, it's all motion cap uh, fight like a motion cap animation fight uh, with the ac- the um, actor who played the body of uh, Dark Ball in Episode One. Oh, the same dude who played Toad uh, in uh, X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm totally blanking on his name right now. Yeah, I can't the remember his voice name. actor Sam Witwer, who's fucking incredible and brought life to this character like no one ever has. But um, it's just it's so damn good and i'm just so excited for these last two episodes and i'm gonna be so sad because they've really just made you care about all of these characters better than the prequel trilogy ever did sure and you know where it's going (laughs) it's about to get really sad here soon but this last episode do you think there's gonna be do you think there's gonna be an episode where like padme is like going out to like bye bye baby and like trying to get the nursery all set up You know, and buying baby furniture and shit like that. Because I'd watch that. Anakin's like <laughs> force pushing, like <laughs> he's just like, God, this is why we have a registry. <laughs> he's like force, like hanging like a toy mobile above the <laughs> crib, and and like creating IKEA furniture. Obi Wan from the news. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not. <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, del- deleted episode, the lost episode. Hang Obi Wan from a noose? Is that what you said? A little Obi Wan <laughs> hanging from a noose? Yeah. Now yeah. who has the high ground? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Will be the forbidden episode, and the final ten seconds of the footage is the animation team hanging themselves. <laughs> There's a. <laughs> They got House Hunters episode, but with Anakin and Padme. Oh my god! <laughs> Just all of a sudden, I'm a Jedi. It, it, it'll be like uh, that uh, that famous fucking uh, uh, old uh, TV series where it ends and it turns out that it was the entire thing took place in a snow globe in a in a mentally ill uh, child's <laughs> mind or something. That hospital. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh yeah. Thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll yeah. be like that where it'll just like completely last episode, everything flips and it becomes a sitcom of like, you know, <laughs> Padme and Anakin are looking for a home. <laughs> oh, man. By the way, I'm a Jedi work. Knight and I, and I work I work in the Senate. Our budget is nine million gl- uh, Republic credits. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, See, I like I, this. I, I, I wouldn't even be mad if they did something like that because anything that continues to piss off the Star Wars community brings me joy. <laughs> Listen, uh, we're trying to find a, a place with a good with you know with a good school for the younglings. <laughs> no, I really like this one, but it's 
you know, lava planets, they're just a little too hot for me. (laughs) (laughs) And and my commute to work must have must have far. (laughs) Sorry, I just kind of fell out there. That was bad. Yes, yes, it was. Ray Park is the uh, actor that I was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's fucking pissing me off. <laughs> because Ray Parker is the guy that wrote the Ghostbusters yes. theme. Yes. Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> that... Anyway, yep, that's my that's my rant. It's amazing. Watch this last season if yeah, you have it. I'm it's something that's been on my list for a long time. I uh have yet to I like I've caught an episode here or there when it was originally airing, and I watched the original uh Gendy uh Tretikovsky, uh animated oh yeah not 3d animated one but the animated one uh when that came out because it came out when i was working at comp usa like ages ago Uh, Mm -hmm. and that was fucking rad um but yeah i've been it has totally lapsed for me i need to dive into that to to make you want to watch it more dave filoni is also the executive producer and writer for for the clone wars and rebels but he's also the main the one who's been behind like the best episodes for uh mandalorian and he's he's one of the main showrunners for mandalorian as well every episode is the best episode pretty much everything that dave filoni touches is absolute gold in the star wars universe he's the only reason that star wars has good things right now (laughs) Uh, and then also john favreau john favreau but i mean them working together like fucking you can't go wrong (laughs) um so, uh, what uh, uh, what games has uh, everyone been playing? Dan. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. Quarantine <laughs> <laughs> life isn't that interesting, okay? <laughs> it's going to be all the exact same things that I've been seeing every week. <laughs> Monster uh, Hunter, uh, Space Station 13. Yeah, Monster Hunter, Space Station 13. Sif- that, that um, dwarf game. Yeah, I played a little bit of Deep Rock Galactic, but uh, <laughs> nobody uh, nobody will play with me because uh, I've actually been spending most of my time away from the computer whenever I can. All of my friends are playing that fucking Final Fantasy fourteen MMO, which, oh. uh, you know, I'm not particularly interested in uh, anime World of Warcraft. Yeah. No. So, uh, I thought yeah, that no. would be right up your alley. No, not really. Um, you don't want to like, fuck rabbit people? I know I you know I really don't. I really you must be a really... sexual deviant. <laughs> <laughs> even even uh, they even roped my buddy Ian into it because they uh, they paid for his game and subscription just to get another person to play. So has, has he learned no- he is weak? You never played Anthem. <laughs> <laughs> I will also uh, I literally couldn't play Anthem which is the best part of that because I told my friend don't buy it for me he did and then I didn't have enough RAM to even run the game <laughs> so he's he just wasted $60 I mean it was a waste no matter what because it was Anthem but it was even bigger of a waste because I couldn't even run the game wasted so that's $60 even... on a game that was marked 5 a month later <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oops. Yeah, so it's it's been a lot of it's been a lot of madness for me at home. It's uh, if I get on Discord, there's four or five people in a channel playing Final Fantasy, so that bores the shit out of me, and uh, I just kind of leave and work on tabletop campaigns. Yeah, very excited for Tuesday, by the way. Last week, Dan and I uh, watched through a bunch of the entries for Sarah Longfield's uh, Shred contest. Um, for uh, uh, she's giving away uh, one of her signature guitars, 
And so uh, we just clicked through like serious. I looked at that call length. Uh, I got very drunk, so I didn't remember how long we were talking. That yes. was a seven hour long call after the it podcast. Was. Uh-huh. Damn. Yeah. Oh, and that uh, watching those videos was a wild ride. Oh, yeah. There were some that were definitely outstanding and there were some that were definitely not. Yes. Uh, my <laughs> as one might expect from a contest. Yes, my my end-all, be-all statement is, oh my god, if you are recording a guitar solo, or any guitar-related thing whatsoever, and you are using a video camera just to provide footage of what it looks like when you play it, turn your camera microphone off. Yep. <laughs> because you are running your guitar recording through your co- like your recording software. The only audio that matters is that. No one wants to hear the sound of you striking your strings yep. in your camera microphone. Holy yeah. shit. So yeah, um, they, yeah. I haven't I haven't had a rant on the podcast for a while. <laughs> so this is my guitar solo. It always looks like this too. Yes. So it's like or, or like some guy on this bed, you know, like, so anyways, here's my cool guitar solo. <laughs> I, I understand recording limitations. Like, you might sure. not have everything that you need, and you, like, money is a, is a huge block to that, and it fucking sucks. But nobody wants to hear the strings of your electric guitar being plucked. Yeah. Oh, while, while my God. Softly weeps. Brooks is making exactly. it even worse because he left his pick wedged between the strings and then struck the the strings. Yeah. Uh, two inches away from his microphone. That is, yeah. that is not of recording quality. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, man. It was really cool. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Sarah asked me to be one of the judges uh, for that. And I uh, definitely found you myself. you found no one worthy. Well, I found myself deviating a lot from the consensus of the other people uh, who she asked <clears throat> to judge. Because most of them were seasoned shredders like um you know one of them was uh uh from the band power glove and you know like oh, okay yeah, yeah. Uh, uh my buddy ty and and his guitarists from uh lords of the trident um and so they're coming at it from more of a power metal perspective and and this were, kind of shit were you the token bass player <laughs> yes apparently <laughs> yes <laughs> the the we need the diversity on our judges so <laughs> We, we couldn't find a merch guy, so I guess this player you know, has to do. Our roadie was uh, busy at the time. <laughs> there, there uh, were definitely we should... some seriously cool uh, entries, though. Yeah. Whenever we Ryan should... starts ta- speaking up, they're just like, "Shut up!" Mute. <laughs> they just <pan> away. <laughs> Come back. We, uh, we we shared the same favorite too. There was uh, there was one clearly classically trained jazz guitar. Yeah, and his version his version was uh, four layers of him, play- and it was it had this nice like clean jazz tone to it. And he put some dissonance in there for some of the parts. Like, oh, it was so good. It was didn't make really the top nice. ten, unfortunately, but that was my favorite. Like far and away. If if you guys can find that again i remember his name was uh jeremy poppard yeah I, i'm not sure if i'm saying his last name correctly but uh, uh actually Popard. after uh after <laughs> the podcast i'll uh drop the link in uh 
in the yeah hell yeah because that uh, sounds cool it was fucking rad he, uh, it was super rad i reached out to him just to let him know like hey i thought this was incredible because i was just browsing through the entries even after you were done i just kept watching some of the other ones just to see mm-hmm. and uh he uh he reached out to me and uh, he let me know that he is in a band actually and he recommended that i check it out oh cool uh if i can recall the name i will bring it up Okay, but uh, it's it's it. Yeah, I couldn't remember. It's pretty fucking good, though. It's uh, it's about as weird as you would expect from uh, from someone who is clearly a trained jazz guitarist. Sure. Everyone in that band is definitely a fucking nerd, and I love it. Like, oh, I, I don't like strange music. I, I, uh, I don't. I'm, I'm not particularly a fan. People that have their guitars tuned in dad gad, you know, just you know. go segue. <laughs> Um, what have you been playing ryan i have been playing uh mostly animal crossing um but uh also uh resident evil 3 uh played Mm. that uh i've been thoroughly enjoying the the remake on on resident evil 3 they are i mean resident re engine is the best thing that capcom has done in a long time Yep, that was what Devil May Cry 5 was in, too. Yep, and <laughs> that's actually. what Resident Evil 4 Remake is going to be in as well. So it, it, it should be good. And, like, uh, I mean, if they're going to remake 2 and 3, we all know they're going to remake 4. But I really hope that we hear some news on the development of 8 sometime soon. Uh, there cool. has been uh, development on 8. It's called Village. Not on me? Yeah. What, what is it? It's called Village. Oh. Um, oh, that's that's eight. Yeah, that's eight because the eight is in the letters of village. Oh, that yeah, okay. V I L L, but killing the bottom of the L, they have the the bar colored, so it's V I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well. V I L L I. But I am a fool. Look into Five, that. Oh. six, seven, eight. Am <laughs> I like counting the letters out? I'm like the seven and the <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a Roman numeral. <laughs> the Roman numeral for eight is hidden in village. So village is, is Resident Evil eight. <laughs> you said number of letters. I'm like, no, like, no, no, no. The number uh, is in the letters. And I was gonna make a stupid joke, like, what if they miscounted the number of letters? Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> they, they did. <laughs> can, can you imagine, like, trying to figure out? Okay, so, like, in the last game, we managed to include, you know, like the, the number seven in the title. What words can we work with? <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll base the entire game around that. Uh, apparently, <laughs> if I recall correctly, um, the. Uh, I can't remember the chick's name, but the female protagonist or the, you know, the girlfriend uh, from the first one is going to be in this one as well. Uh, but I think you're also going to be uh, I think you're supposed to play a beefy fucking Chris Redfield that sh- who showed up at the end of seven. So uh, Biff Redfield. <laughs> <laughs> Biff Redfield. Chris, Chris Redbeef. <laughs> Chris Boulder punching Redfield. <laughs> yeah, but what are the same? That is that is his crowning moment when he literally punches a boulder into a flowing volcano. <laughs> <laughs> a boulder that is like five times his size. Um, well, if, uh, mm-hmm. How about you, Tyler? What have oh. you been playing? Um, actually, still Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> Been kind of going back and forth between playing a little bit of Final Fantasy VII, playing some Smite. 
uh, most of my... And, oh, and then I actually picked up Mario Party 10 again. <laughs> Which I actually had never picked up it. Mario Party 10. I hadn't beaten it. I don't have all the char- all the characters yet. Are you forcing your roommates to play with you? Yes. You just bang <laughs> on their doors like it's Mario Party time. It's they just went, Tyler and Kayla sitting there. Kayla's crying. <laughs> yes. I, I don't want to play Mario Party anymore. You don't get a choice. What are you all partied out? <laughs> <laughs> Whose house is it? That's right. <laughs> Look at you party with me or you party with the Rona. <laughs> I actually included like a, <laughs> an addendum to to their rent agreement. <laughs> Must play Mario Party <laughs> whenever homeowner decides is appropriate. <laughs> that is, we'll uh, be thrown out into Corona riddled wasteland if they disagree. <laughs> so help me God, Kalis, if I catch you throwing this game, I'm tossing you on the street. <laughs> <laughs> Make into a Hunger Games. I actually have a stash pile of toilet paper in my closet. A winner gets to keep it. Oh. <laughs> you would like to wipe? <laughs> Maybe First another fifty-round game. <laughs> you need three stars to wipe. <laughs> <laughs> Only people with three stars get to wipe their buttocks. <laughs> and there's just a wooden dowel with like a nail sticking out of it it's like here's all for the people that haven't met that criteria yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well on, on, on that note i've been uh, i've picked up the friday the 13th game for five bucks yeah i uh, have seen some gameplay of it i and i know a lot of people who backed it on kickstarter are like super disappointed with it like it was it was kind of a big uh there was a lot of controversy around it uh that i can't remember off the top of my head what it was really but yeah i i don't remember or i don't i don't know if i actually ever heard any of of that stuff i i just i just saw footage of the game and i was like oh cool whatever and then you know circle but circling back to it um i've only i haven't played that much I, I'm trying to learn how to play the game effectively, and it's really interesting. I've only played as Jason, um, and I at first I wasn't crazy about the, the just the way everything was set up, mm-hmm. but I'm getting used to it. And for five dollars, my expectations yeah, are very right. low, so I, I'm gonna try to have fun with it. I don't I don't dare take it online yet until I can at least oh, win a match against offline. CPUs. I uh-huh. did not know that, that you could do that. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm just Dead doing bots. But with Jason. Right, right. but Dead by Daylight mm. it has way more balance in place. Yeah, like right. they've yeah. done. Yeah, it's a better game. They, they've put a lot of like they're, they're, That's why they have Freddy, they have Jigsaw. They have, you know, like, okay, Jason gets this game, but all of the other, you know, movie monsters are just going to be over here. Um, Michael Myers is in uh, uh, Dead by Daylight, like everything. Yeah, no, I think, I, I think Sam by. from Trick or Treats is in there too, right? I don't know if he is. That would be fucking rad. <laughs> that would be dope. Uh, well, I mean, apart from playing Friday the Thirteenth super late at night, Trials on Monday. Uh, not yet, not yet. I'm waiting on Trials of Mana because I am picking up Streets of Rage Four. Oh, that's in a right. And I'm clearing my docket for me to beat that in probably a day. So uh, it's it's a beat em up. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say like it won't even take a whole day. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, it'll take me like two hours probably. If 
if it's like the old ones, because those ones were never really that long. It's just like the it's always like the fifth level is when they just like crank the difficulty up way high with like really cheap enemies like those kickboxer dudes. Mm-hmm. Always and forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, that uh, Jeremy's band is Axon Neuron. Okay. I, f- I will have to check them out. Check them out on Spotify and YouTube. They're cool. Um, so we have come to the end of the podcast. Uh, what? Which means it is time for an Ask Reddit question. And this one is risky. Welcome to your TED Talk. You are now the leading expert in the last thing you Googled. Hey, what will you phone? talk? What will your, your talk be? I don't really like Google stuff very often. Uh, pedal boards. <laughs> or what did I Google most? Trump sanitizers. Did you? I'm not uh, going to say axon neuron because I was looking them up just now. Do you, <laughs> do you think the question is really like when you looked up something that you didn't know? Because like I feel like my answer is very boring, and I'm not a boring person. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mine would be Trump sanitizers. <laughs> How to sanitize your Trump? Uh, oh, uh, um, repainting a bicycle. <laughs> I'm cool. You're so, you're so. And I mean, like, I Google a few things on this podcast. So <laughs> should it be before the podcast? <laughs> Because it's yes. probably like Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> the le- Tyler Fleck, leading expert on Nick Cage here for his yeah, three-hour-long TED Talk. Technically, it, it could have been uh, Nick Cage, but I did not Google search that. I you did the IMDb autocomplete. Uh, I, I use Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I guess mine would be homemade male olive oil. <laughs> I made some homemade mayo today. I mean, Gross. you could pa- you could pass as a mayonnaise expert. I could see that. <laughs> you just uh, you just walk onto the stage and chug a whole bottle of it and smash it over your head and go, "Thank you for coming to my TED talk." <laughs> if it ain't best foods, it's not food. Oh man! Oh man! I start just start swearing uh, it on my face. <laughs> Smear all over my body as I'm just <laughs> then just walk off stage, <laughs> <laughs> and then and and then six months later we'll find a controversy where you use uh, Miracle Whip instead of actual mayonnaise. <laughs> no, he he used, he used the 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 Cupy mayonnaise, the the baby uh, that, the Asians, yeah, uh, the, the Asian Asian uh, uh, baby mayonnaise. This big, fl- yeah, Ooh, this bottle is always grossed me out. I don't like that phrase baby mayonnaise. Baby mayonnaise. I don't like that phrase why? baby mayonnaise. There's something weird about that phrase. Really? So Tyler, would you like would you like if if I added the words hot load in front of it? No. Hot load of baby mayonnaise. Hot load of baby mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. I don't like it. All mayonnaise is baby mayonnaise. It's made from the unborn. 
<laughs> that's true. <laughs> See, that, that, that's the future that liberals want. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, thank you everyone for watching. And I didn't even listening. give my answer, oh, asshole. Fuck. <laughs> is it, is you it didn't off? look very interested in giving your answer. <laughs> what is, is your the, answer? I want to know. Is the no. answer, why doesn't the Black Valley murder come visit me at my house? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a really cool guy, I swear. But they never come visit. I have lots of chips and have a cool house. Please come and hang out with me. Dan. I'm there clean. Is, there is no answer. Podcast over. Dan. I blame Ryan. Dan. Oh, what? He's, he still uses Yahoo search. <laughs> no, he uses SGs. Dan. All right, I guess Dan says the podcast is over. Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Bye.